Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Sports Talk with Adam. Today on my show, I have a special guest, Carroll High School alumni from the class of 2016, my best friend, my brother, Bryce Peters. Say what's up, Bryce. How's it going? What's up? All right, buddy. So today I got a couple questions for you, and I know you got All a couple right. questions for me. So this first topic today is going to be sports at Cairo High School. Oh, yeah. First of all, how was your experience in high school and just in sports in general, the atmosphere going to football games, baseball games, softball games? How was it being a cert maker? Being a cert maker is, like, crazy. Um, that's a, I feel like Cairo is definitely a sports-based town. Uh, of course, football is really big, but in, in – Anything in general, baseball, softball, soccer, anything, the Carroll supports their teams very well. Uh, the atmosphere is great, the electricity and everything that they do. You really want to go out there and just rep that red and black really, really well. Um, so, like, it just – you feel like the whole town's, like, beside you and carrying you each way. Um, like, you're fighting against anyone who's, like, against you, whether it's a Thomasville team, Bamish team, like, Carroll has your back, and that's just the greatest feeling ever. So the next question I have, which is basically the first on my list, was what made you want to play baseball? If I'm not mistaken, it was freshman or sophomore year that you really got into it? Sophomore year, yeah. I didn't play my freshman year. I ended up trying out for basketball my freshman year, believe it or not. <laughs> um, didn't didn't go too well. And uh, my brother picked up it in his freshman year. So I would go to his games, um, watch him play, stay to watch the varsity play and I just fell in love with it. I used to play it back in when I was little, but we changed it up. And um, so then sophomore year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to go out for it too. And ended up making a team. And um, <clears throat> just being able to be out there with those boys and everything, that was probably one of the main reasons why I wanted to play. Uh, something just to be a part of, be a part of something, um, be a part of like a brotherhood or some type. Uh, just really, you know, carried it along. And I enjoyed it. So what did you expect out of your first season of being a cert maker on the baseball team? What did you expect to happen? Did you expect to start? Did you expect to just go out there and be the best at the game? Or were you thinking <laughs> differently? Uh, I guess I, what I expected was do a lot of learning first. Um, I used to play, you know, like I, was, like I said, when I was little, I didn't play in middle school. So my sophomore year, of course, I wanted to start. I wanted to be out there to play, but mostly just to learn everything. Uh, there's a lot of boys out there that's been playing their whole lives, um, you know, been doing that forever. And I just want to get behind there, learn as much as I could. Whenever I was called upon, whatever it was, I just want to do my best at that. So I expected to just be a team player, I, I guess, at that. I wanted to be out there and uh, whatever they needed me to do, whether it was, you know, run bases, be actually out there and playing. But even if it was just sitting in that dugout cheering on my team, I uh, just wanted to expect that to, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess that's what I just expected to do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this next question I'm about to ask. But what was your favorite memory about being on the diamond at Jackie Robinson Field in Cairo? Oh, if you know them, go ahead. What do you think it is? If I'm not mistaken, it was junior year. Uh, they had a doubleheader versus Darty High School at home. They showed up late. One game one, I think it was 15 to nothing. And then coach came into the dugout after game one and said, Bryce and uh, Spencer, your brother, we're starting game two in right and left field. And if I'm not mistaken, you hit a ball to deep right center off the wall and you got a triple. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, that's your best memory. 
Uh, that's close. That's close. Yeah, that was close. Uh, that's close first, actually. That was actually my senior year. Um, but everything else you did was spot on. Spot on. Good job. But um, <clears throat> I would have to say senior year again, we traveled to Taylor County, our first time ever playing them before. Uh, that's in Florida. I forgot what part. But um, we were playing there, and uh, senior year we had a couple new guys that joined us, uh, John Michael Owens and uh, Sam Samuel Whitley. We called him Sammy. Uh, so, we, like, we had a couple new people, so we were all just trying to, you know, learn each other a lot. And um, we lost a couple people that played football instead of baseball. And it was just kind of, you know, we're trying to figure out how the season's going to go. And uh, we went to Taylor County, and we were balling. We were trying to do our best there. And we were down. We were down 2-1. to one. I think it was uh, top of the sixth. It was almost the end. And um, J-Mo, John Michael, one of our new guys, goes up to bat, and he hits a freaking rope um ends up getting a uh, I want to say it was a single though but it brought in a runner and we tied the ball game and I remember all of us out we were on the end of dug I went on the field and we were just screaming like getting pumped for J-Mo like let's go and uh everybody just that was the time that everybody clicked you know it was just like oh like this is our team we know what we're made of like here we go and everybody was just the bus ride home was great after that game you could just tell all of us wanted one goal when I was just the win so I feel like that was the best one. It was. It, it didn't have to do with me. Uh, like you know, I wasn't playing in it. I wasn't. I was just watching and just the atmosphere, though. That was really cool. That's a good answer. I mean, I thought I had the first hey, answer did, right. <laughs> hey, it was close. But I have another question. But here's a here's a good one for you. What was it like playing baseball with your brother at Carroll High School? I mean, being that you had that brotherly bond. Yeah competitive very competitive um you know just wanted to grow up and we grew up playing the same sport a long time and after we both got on there it was just you know it'd be it'd be friendly competitive I'm gonna do better than you but from for the most part it was all about just trying to see like each other succeed man like he could I could not play. I would be on the bench, and I would be just as hyped like I was in the game to see him go up and hit, go out and play the game, go out and in the field, whatever he would do, man. I was like, let's go. It, and it got to the point where I remember my senior year, every year before I get it back, I would write his initials in the dirt before I go to hit, um, just because, like, you know, that's a special bond that we have, and he would cheer me on and tough times and whatnot. But being on that field with him and being in the dugout and whatnot, it grew everything in our brotherhood as probably more than what we expected um, because we got to, you know, enjoy the, all those years, the ups and downs, the wins, the losses, everything together. And um, I just felt like that was a good thing to ex- experience with him. Good question, though. Good question. So senior year, this is our senior year, 2016. Best class of 2000, I guess, best class of CHS. So we finished the season. Well, there's no we. I, I was a fan in the crowd. This is what really got me into sports, watching you play, because y'all were the best friends of the group. Hey. We went 23-6. and six. We finished runner-up in the region to Thomas County Central. What type of bond did you have with the team that year during that 23-6 and six season of 2016? <clears throat> almost, uh, almost hard to explain, you know. Uh <sighs> Like I said, that one game brought us together. We had a couple new people, uh, and we ended up setting the school record. Went eleven and zero that season to start off the. We were, um, we were actually ranked in the state of Georgia. I think we were ranked number three. Uh, we were in like the Atlanta, 
something, something, whatever, another uh, coach best brought to the side. He's like, this is a big deal, you guys. So, <clears throat> but everybody was just on the same page. The dugouts, the locker rooms, the weight room, everybody was, it was like we were literally all in the same house and we lived together. Like we were brothers, you know, it was, I got your back. You got mine, no matter what, uh, you know, they, there was a couple bickers and whatnot, but it was just for us to get each other better so that we could do better in the next game, the next thing. And that bond was crazy. Um, everybody will remember that year. I know for a fact, if you talk to some of our greatest players that are out playing college right now, um, and even, even, you know, people who aren't, what was the best year you had out down 16 for sure. Uh, just that bond that we had together and able to experience that great season, honestly. That was probably one of the best seasons Kara High School's baseball team has had. And uh, we fell short just a little bit, just goes to show how tough that region was. But that bond was something that we will never forget. Uh, you know, blood brothers for life type, type thing. It was good. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I remember the season. The first loss of the season ended up being in Adel, Georgia. That was against Cook County. That was a 7 nothing loss. I know they had a really shallow right field. It was like 200 on the really mark. Short. <laughs> really, really short. And their pitcher was throwing lights out. Big, big guy. I don't, even, I don't even know where he's at. I know he's playing college ball somewhere. But, yeah, that was a tough one. That was a very tough one. And then made it into the uh, first round of the playoffs. Played Eastside High School at home. We were a two seed behind Thomas County Central. And so Eastside traveled to us and we won game one. It was five to four. Actually, it was two to one. Lost game two, five to four. So we had to come back on a Saturday morning at 11 a.m. to play game three. And I remember we lost that game seven to six in nine innings. And in high school baseball, regulation is seven innings. So we had to play nine innings. And the pitchers have already – we had a three-day – or two-day span of three games. And so the pitchers were worn out. We didn't have any starters that could really throw. It was basically just closers and just relievers to carry yeah. us on to see what we could do there. As many as we could in there, you know, try to see what we could what we could do. If we, we should have won that second game. Um, but, you know, it's baseball. Yeah, anything can happen. You could have the worst team come into town and – they could upset you. And... Yeah, yeah. That's true, too. <laughs> Which, that's understandable. I remember we had the 23 game. Well, 23 games were the were that you won on the season. If I'm not mistaken, I have the schedule right here from the, from the season. Look at you. You started off the season. Let's go over a quick, quick game right here and, or a quick schedule. Let's talk about it. You had game one, you had Murray County from northern Georgia, 15 nothing win. And then you had Hamilton County. Y'all beat them 10-1. to That was in Valdosta. Y'all had a Valdosta tournament. Yeah, I remember that. Then you were at Thomasville. I remember that game. Emerson Hancock pitched a full seven-inning game, or six and two-thirds at that game, yeah. and got the win, 6-3. to <clears throat> You came home that next Saturday. You played Pelham, beat them 14-1. to then you were at Americas, ten to nothing. You beat Worth County four to one. Dude, and, good game. And then you had the Taylor County game that you won four to three. Yeah, really close one. Really close. That was a good one. And then at Americas Sumter seven to one. That puts you at eight and zero. Then you had a double double header against Albany High School. You won fifteen to nothing both games. Put you at ten and zero. 
And then you went Chris. to Chris, Crisp County. Yeah, Nick Big Old Chris won that one. And then you had the loss to Cook. Kind of set the season back. Kind of brought the <clears throat> brought the team together. And you came back yeah. that next week and beat Westover 13-3. to And that put you all at 12-1. and Then you played Thomas County Central at home. And I remember we dropped this game one to nothing in the first inning. I forgot who it was. Uh, The guy for Thomas County Central came up. Emerson Hancock was pitching. He threw a fastball inside, and the guy tried to foul it off. When he fouled it off, it hit him in the eye, and it fractured his – Oh, yeah, that was – I think his name was Taylor Donaldson. I could be wrong, but I remember that game. Emerson pitched lights out. But, yeah, I do remember that game, and that was a 1-0 – yeah, we we honestly we had a lot of opportunities that we should have won that one. Bases loaded, uh, runner at third, and just missed on opportunities on that one. But it was just a good game for all of us, you know. A very good pitching duel. And the only run in that game came in the top of the first when the kid got injured by getting hit. He pulled back the bunt, but the bat it, it hit him in the face, and then he ended up getting on first. And then the guy bunted him over to second, and then they scored. Mm-hmm. It was one to nothing Central that game. And then we had at Monroe. This game was kind of a tricky game because it was on a it's on a Thursday around four o'clock, and we never really had Thursday games. We had Monday, Wednesday, and Friday games. We never really had Thursday games. It was weird. And so it was like offbeat, and it was at the old South Georgia Peanut Stadium in Albany, Georgia, at Paul Eames Sports Complex. Huge field. Big field. Uh, you could turn a single to right center into. Probably two run. in two in the park <laughs> home runs at that. It's such That's a big, big field. Then you beat Bainbridge one to nothing at home, and then you had Worth County one more time at Worth County, and that was a two zero win. That's the first time we swept Worth, and I believe a couple years, like in almost I think it was almost like six or seven years, was the first time we swept Worth. And then we had let's see, you had Thomasville. Five to four, Crisp County nine to three. Beat Cook the second time around. Run rolled them by ten Thank runs, you. eleven to one. Westover came into town three to one, and then the two games that you and your brother started, fifteen to zero, fifteen to zero against Darty. Mm-hmm. And then Monroe ended up forfeiting because they couldn't show up to this third game before the end of the season. You went to Bainbridge and won two to one, and then I remember the Thomas County Central game in two thousand sixteen, the final game of the season. We ended up losing three to two. We had a guy on had a guy on third for the region championship. Mm-hmm. Guy on third and there's one out. Ump makes a bad call at first, calls a guy out. I'm not saying anything against umpires. I love all umpires. Mm. You call you call your own game. <laughs> it's your choice. You say what you want. But there was a guy on third and then there's two outs in the inning. And one of our guys came up. It was a three oh three two count. And there was a ball that was high, and the umpire struck him out and said he went, and the bat was not even over the plate. It barely came off his shoulder. And I remember Cairo was just so disheartened there because we could have had a one seed the whole way through the playoffs. Could have. Yeah. And then we ended up winning game one against East Side, four to one, losing game two, five three, and then actually losing game three, not in nine innings, but eleven innings. Which is absolutely insane, being that you only play seven yeah, yeah. regulation innings. That's like two more than MLB. It's crazy. So, I know you probably have a few questions for me, and 
I'm ready to talk whenever you're ready to ask. Oh, yeah. You know, i got to have a couple for you. Got to switch it up, switch it up. All right, so um, let's see. First question, what made you want to get into broadcasting or, um, you know, live streaming and everything? Um, I know that you didn't play sports in high school. You played in middle school. So I just want to know, like, other than, I guess, going to me and my brother's games or even games in general, what just what made you get that interest into broadcasting? Well, coming from a s- small town of Cairo, I didn't think towns could get much smaller. But then I got into a bit of a relationship with some guys up in Pelham, and I started watching football, and I watched about three seasons. Then I talked to the head coach, Dondrell Pinkins, and his coaching staff, and we just got together, and I started coming to all the games, coming to all the practices, I barely missed anything. So basically, right. last the last two seasons, I've been really close. And Coach Pinkins has been nice enough to invite me in to be part of the family. And I continue to help out more and more each week and every month, basically, to be the Hornets live streamer. And so basically, we were just... He he just I, know, I remember the one thing he said was not get in the way, and I always kept that in mind. <laughs> and so we're one day at practice. I'm sitting there, and I know all, all of these boys have talent, lots of talent, and they want to be recruited by higher schools. Well, I started a Facebook page, and a lot of the fans couldn't make the away games because play teams like Chattahoochee County, that's two hours and two and a half hours away, and Miller County, it's an hour and a half away. A lot of fans can't make it because work keeps them so late. So I said, why not bring myself to record the games live since I can't be on the sideline? I started writing for the local newspaper. And so I could write for the newspaper and live stream the football games for the fans that can't make the games. And so basically just bring them in because they can't make it. So why not bring the game to them? Right. And I got real big over it page started at 67 people and now I'm at a little over 1,152 people nice. and that's called Pelham Hornet Sports Weekly you heard it go check it out and it's just something I've, I've grown to like uh, watching you two play baseball as best friends brothers keeping y'all stats and then getting into stats and then helping at Pelham Baseball, Coach Sean Sharp. Um, shout out to you for everything you helped me through last year in baseball. Coach Dondro Pinkins, thank you for everything you've ever let me done to be part of the Pelham Hornet family. Just everything. I mean, I love it, and I just love Hornet Nation. And it's basically – I'm still a cert maker, but I'm on Friday nights it stingers up for me. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that. All right. So what do you hope to gain out of doing podcasts and live streams? You know, like, uh, of course, you know, getting getting noticed and helping, the, like you said, the parents and whatnot be able to experience their kids play because, you know, it's big. But other than, you know, gaining uh, knowledge and what would you want to do in the future? Like, what do you hope this takes you to uh, other steps, other journeys? I've had questions before, like, what is your dream TV show you want to be on? ESPN, hands down. Gotta be. My role model growing up, I know this isn't part of the question, but my role model was <laughs> Tim Tebow. And he's jumped from football to God 
to the NFL to Major League Baseball. He got an offer to play in the AAF, and he declined it. And he's just been my role model to keep myself in and out of sports. So I've loved sports. And what I really want is I want to further my education in broadcasting and podcasting, maybe get better at it, Um, have different people on, and just slowly slowly progress. Because I know my Facebook page took a year to grow, and this might take forever to grow, but just further my education in it and – Maybe one day I'll be calling an NFL game and someone can be like, wow, I know that guy. And I remember him from the high school days. Yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, like you said, your your one page took time to grow um, and every, like everything does. But I feel like that's good as long as you have what you want to do in your journeys and your goal. Like that's easy to reach if you just try hard enough and work at it. That's a good answer, though. All right. Um Here's a good one. This is one I, I I don't think I know honestly. All the years that we've talked and been best friends and brothers and whatnot, uh, if you could have played one sport in high school, what would it have been and why? I remember not many not many people know this, but I didn't get into baseball until you you two started playing. Lacrosse was always at the top of the list, but that's a North Georgia sport, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we ain't getting it here. It was so sad, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, senior year, this is before Matthew Cromer came along. It was the tight end for Cairo. Coach Chance was uh, – he was helping out with the offense, and I had Coach Boyce ask me too. Um, they said, Adam, we want you to play tight end for us because I was six foot two at the time. I was like 250. I was perfect size for a tight end. Yeah. They're like they were like, We'd love you for the offensive line. And I thought about it and I thought about it. And then I was just like I was like, I'd love to do it, but I can't do it. And they never really asked why, because they had already found people for the position, but probably football, because I mean, I just got so into the sport. I was probably the craziest syrup maker fan on Friday nights. Couldn't miss me at a pep rally either with the red and black face. Yeah, no, of course not. It was just, it's, it was, it was amazing to. I was sitting at the Thomas County Central game senior year. Forgot if we won or lost that game. It's been a while, but I was calling Thomas County Central's playbook play by play, and everyone was like, "Who is this kid?" I was like, "I guess I'm the guy that knows knows everything about football," because I was calling it play by play, and they were like you need to go to school for this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I just fell in love with the sport. That's, I could, yeah, I, I could definitely see you playing football. That's something that, you know, when we were little, we would play. I think all the way up to middle school, you played a bit. And, yeah, I, I could see you, like you said, either um, tight end or defensive end or something. Like, you have the height for it. You have the build for it. Um, but, you know, it just goes to show that if if you have that mindset, it doesn't always have to be – playing it can be broadcasting or doing stats or even you know like you said being on tv one day espn type thing uh like you said tim tebow does that now too for sec network he's there every every saturday or whatnot and i think that's really cool that's really cool but that was my last question well i mean so basically i mean if for those of you that don't know Bryce, um, 
he's lived in Cairo all of his life. He's moved he's moved around quite a few times with his, his family and all. But we've we've been brothers since pre K. I had Bryce in every single class all the way up until ninth grade. That's when that's when high school kicked our butts. It just switched us up, and it went from having your best friend every year to combining Wiggum, Washington, and Shiver. It just kicked our butts and switched our schedules up, and we barely saw each other. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, senior year, we had Mr. Bibles. <laughs> yeah. We we got back on the train of being best friends and all. And Bibles and Evans. I've just always supported this boy through everything. Uh, great guy. He's been here through everything. And he kind of kept me motivated to stay into sports and not just veer off into the real world. Real world but, I mean, the real world does suck for you, for those kids who don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, you guys who adulting. Don't know. <laughs> You'll adulting. See it. It's going to hit you in the mouth. One but it's day. cool. It's cool seeing, like, you know, you pursue your stuff and, um, you know, I know, I know. Being from Cairo, sometimes people talk about, "Oh, why are you root for Pelham? Why are you root? What are you? Why are you wearing that around here?" You know, I get that a lot. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's more of a competitive <laughs> thing being from Cairo, but at least you're not wearing like a Bearcat thing. But I feel like I think it's cool how you, you know you you go through it and you keep on progressing no matter what people say in your live streams and everything. That's really cool. It just shows like what kind of character you have and. That's pretty cool just to grow on that. For those of you who don't know, uh, Bryce was throwing shade at the Bainbridge Bearcats. Oh, yeah. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> Any Bearcats out there, yeah. Definitely. You get Definitely. sopped by the syrup, boys. Nice. But, I mean, I guess how getting started at Pelham was crazy. I was in a two-year relationship with a girl that's now ended. And I've just I've grown to see myself and to see what I am capable of. I've had fans stop me while walking in downtown Pelham, and they go, Adam, thank you. And I was like, who are you? I don't even know you. Like, they know you. We're one of the thousand people on your Facebook page, and it's, it's awesome because I'm like, I'm known. It's a small town, and everybody knows everybody, but it's just awesome to like get that feeling and be like, holy crap, people know who I am. I'm getting out there. That's what it's all about. I had people on my live stream this year. The furthest person I had away was Anchorage, Alaska. I had people from Anchorage. I had people from Seattle, Washington. I had one guy from Oregon and one guy from California, and I had three people watching from Pennsylvania. And then Davion Rhodes' dad watched from Davion Rhodes' dad watched from Illinois, and because he because he lives up there and he works, and it's hard for him to come see his son. And so he watched every game. He was an amazing support. He always told me I was doing a great job. And the thing about Hornet Nation was no matter how many times I messed up, no how many times I couldn't go live, they all thanked me. They were like, thank you for everything because they never gave up. Hornet Nation is basically like Cert Maker Nation. They bring you in like a family, and they just hold you, and they hug you, and they're like, yo, keep up the great work can't wait to see where you go in life that's what's good about these small towns they just always you know you know they always support you whenever you do as long as you stay too true to yourself and that's all you really need so basically the big topic for today is i know we're only five or six games into the baseball season 
What have you thought about your local baseball team's performance so far this season? Bryce is going to do Cairo, and I'm going to do the Pelham Hornets. So, Bryce, you can take you can take it away, buddy. All right. <laughs> uh, like you said, I think we are only, what, five games in? Um, I think it's five. But from the few games that I've seen and being able to travel, um, I feel like we're doing really well. Uh, it's, in, it's a young team. I think we only have four seniors on the squad this year. Uh, but, you know, it's like there's a lot of talent on that team. Um, a lot of new kids that are, are coming up and showing. You know, you got DJ Collins, great third baseman, probably the captain of the team, doing really well. Benji Prince at first. Benji's lights out. Been that way for a while. He's first baseman. I think when I was there, he was the first baseman. Probably hasn't changed. Uh, you know, Gary Gaines, he's going to Troy, has a scholarship for Troy, and he's doing really well. And then you have the catcher behind the plate, uh, JT, JT Andrews, stud. He's a stud. <laughs> he is a stud. And, they have a, they have some things to fix. Um, he's couple. actually he's actually a junior. JT is so the yeah, other yeah, senior yeah. you're missing out is on Christian McDougal. Christian McDougal, yeah, McDougal, yeah, McDougal's good. He, I think he's outfield. I think he started as catcher, uh, but you know he changed it up, went to outfield, and he's doing well. And you have a couple supporting supporting juniors, sophomores, uh, Cam Cooper's uh, one of our Spence Cooper's brother, and and you have. Will Prince, who is Benji's brother, he's a freshman this year. He pitches and plays a little bit of second, and he has a great bat. I think he's going to be something great for Caro in the future as well. And then, uh, like I said, you have JT behind the plate. Good, good catcher. His good placements very well. At the plate, he's lights out. I mean, somebody had to watch out to try to hit home runs. And I think we saw in the lounge scrimmage, he hit one. And then what was that other game, Adam, that we saw, and he hit another one? The second the second game we went and watched was actually, if I'm not mistaken, it it wasn't Worth County last week. No, it was uh, Thomasville. It was like the season opener. It was Thomasville. It was Thomasville. Yeah, he hit one against Thomasville. So, like I said, they're young. They have some things to fix, but it's only five games this season. I think you have ooh, almost eight. No, wait, yeah, more than eighteen. Yeah, almost. 25, 26 games at least. Mm-hmm. The regulation, the regulation is twenty six in GHSA. There you go, and um, so they have a lot, a lot of more, a lot more time to progress and learn each other. I think they have to learn each other a little bit more. A couple of them boys been playing since middle school, but like I said, you have the newer kids going in there, the younger ones, and I think as soon as they have that clicking moment where it just clicks for them all, they're going to be really, really, really well. Uh, they're going to do really good. The new coach is doing great. Um, I know Coach Brim is still there. I don't know the new coach, but like I said, they look and like they look like they're having fun too. That's really great. They're, you know, they're enjoying the dugout, being able to do little dances and stuff when they hit hit go to uh, hit the ball and they end up on second base or even at home plate. You know, they just look like they're enjoying themselves. I think that's what it's all about. So I feel like they're gonna do well. I know to start off the season at Pelham. Uh... A lot of the boys were skeptical. We had a second baseman back out and say he didn't want to play at the last minute. Started off the season, um, for those of you who don't know, Coach Ron Best, he ended up leaving Cairo High School, and about two years later, or it was I don't know if it was two or one year later, but he's now at Pelham High School. He's about 15, 20 minutes up the road at the Hornets. 
So he took over the head coaching job and brought over Jonathan Moore from Cairo as well. Played for TU, and I forgot where else he played at. Somewhere over in the Savannah area. I think it was Savannah State. But the first game of the season, we played the number three team in the state in classification 1A. And that was the Irwin County Indians. And like Coach Bestead in the Vereen interview, he said that he was trying out a couple pitchers. We gave up a few too many walks. We ended up losing 13-3. to Started off 0-1 on the season. And then trying to remember who we started off with the next few games. Give me just one second and I'll pull the schedule up and then I can give you all the inside stats. All the inside stats. Because <laughs> I know I keep up with them. <laughs> but I know Pelham is 3-1-1 one, and one right now. I'll explain the tie in a minute. So the second game of the season was that Friday at Bacon Charter. This is where we'll talk about the tie. So the game deadlocked all the way through. Um, well, through the bottom of the first, excuse me. Uh, so Pelham goes up one nothing or 2 nothing, and then we go to the bottom of the first, and Spencer Culp comes up to bat. There's two guys on runner on first and second, and Kale Wiggum's pitching, and he, he throws a fastball, and it catches a little bit much of the plate. Spencer hits it to deep center, and then 3-2 lead by Bakington. So it's about zero, uh, 3-2 all the way up to the top of the fifth. And then we had some action come in. Uh, Gunnar Wisham, Dakota McIntyre, Kale Wiggum, and Levi Jacobs and Doug Curls hit the ball very well. Doing great on the season. Scored three runs, and it was 5-2. It was 5-4 to four at the bottom of the fifth. Go to the top of the seventh. We had three up, three down. Go to the bottom of the seventh. This is where it gets tricky. It was a really close game. Bacon Charter, for you, those of you who don't know, don't have lights. So if it, gets, if it gets dark, you cannot play. The game started at 4 o'clock. Thought it would be over by 6. Ended up being 6.30. And we're still playing ball. They don't have lights? They do not. On the baseball field? No, at all. Oh, so they're, all, their, all their home <laughs> games are played at 3.45. Oh, wow. And so Welcome there's to two outs. And there's a guy on third, and the kid hits a base hit, and it hits the lip going in the – and it rolls into the outfield. The guy scores. It was 5-5. Five to five. Well, the ref – the umps in baseball, they ended up calling the game. And so on March 19th, we're going to have a doubleheader at Pelham High School. We're going to finish that game, and then we're going to start a whole other game and finish it. So Pelham went that next week. On 219, played Mitchell County, 17-2, to run rule after three. Then we traveled to Atkinson County last Thursday and played the Atkinson County Rebels, if I'm not mistaken. I forgot what they're called. But we played Atkinson County, and it was 3-3 three to three going into the top of the eighth. And then after two outs, Gunnar Wisham hits a nice ball out to left field. Goes deep left center, actually. And he, he speed demon. It's crazy. It's the fastest kid I know. Runs around first, and his mind is set on third. He doesn't stop. He hits second, and he goes to third, and they throw the ball in, and he was safe. And then Kale Wiggum came up behind him, got an RBI. 
Went three up and three down there. Forgot who would pitch the last inning. Let's see. But I know that I know that Kale had the base hit, and then we got the third out, and it was four to three going into the bottom of the eighth. And Kale Wiggum ended up pitching that last inning with he walked two people, but then struck out one and got two pop ups and won the game four to three. Well, this past weekend, on that Friday, they went to Chattahoochee County, which is in Cassetta, two and a half hours away. We ended up winning that game 23-8. to eight. And so, that's a big game. And it's a high-scoring game for baseball. High-scoring game for baseball. And it only lasted about five innings, which everyone had about four or five at-bats. And so, this week, tomorrow they play at Seminole County. And then they have a home game against Wilcox County on Thursday. But the reason they started off the season with like five out of the six games being away is because Coach Best said he wanted to get the boys under control. He wanted to gain their confidence. He always had that mentality of, you come to the game with me, you're riding home with me. He was that kind of coach. Always. Win or loss. Always. And he's always been strict. And he's a, he's a good coach. Nothing bad to say about the guy. He knows his sport. He knows baseball. But I just can't wait to see what he brings to this program. Uh, I know last year was the first time Pelham had made it out of the first round of the playoffs in since like 1972 or something. It's crazy. It was like 30 years. Um, and then first time we made the playoff in 10 years. Great coaching staff we had. We had Sean Sharp, Tony Drinkwater, me, and Coach Billy. Called Coach Billy. He's an amazing guy. Um, his our, our warm-up song with Coach Billy was perfect by Ed Sheeran. And he, he would always get pumped to it when he's hitting Fungo to the boys in the infield before the games. It's a good pump-up song. Something you can react to. It was great. And we and I remember we beat GMC, the GMC Bulldogs in Mildredgeville and Georgia College State University. And one game one, eight uh it was like eleven to three. Game two, eight to six, got on the bus and we were like, Can we hook the Hawks court up to the radio? She was like, Yeah, yeah. We hooked it up and we listened to perfect all the way to Cracker Barrel and Cordial, the whole way there on on US seventy five, was amazing. On repeat, <laughs> on repeat, that's all it was. We were jamming out, singing, and just having a great time. And it was just the coolest experience I've ever been a part of. Because great guys and life lessons and life stories we learned, and just great coaching staff overall. I mean, if I had to thank people right now, um, I know I just finished my question, but top of the list i'm thanking god for all my accomplishments accomplishments Whew. it's been a minute <laughs> you know thanking god for all my accomplishments uh never leaving my back coach uh dondrell pinkins and coach sharp and superintendent floyd fort for also supporting me and just the players, they they liked having me around and liked me being part of the coaching staffs and stuff. Just And Hornet Nation for always having my back, my parents for having my back, and my friends like you for having my back. 
all day. Just never, never giving up and always seeming interested in what I was going to chase after. But the only way you can reach something is if you chase after it. If if you have a dream, kids chase it and never stop chasing it. It's not about how much money you make in life because you can have the highest paying job in America and it be so miserable. And you could have a minimum wage, a little bit above minimum wage job that makes you the happiest guy on earth. And I would choose that over the money any day of the week. Facts. Because you, you want to die happy doing what you love and not die miserable being thinking you have all the money in the world, which I see that in a lot of the coaches around here. They, they love their job. They love their families. And it's, it's just awesome to see how they act. Agreed. But you got anything to say before we head out and we'll do this again? I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll do this again. This has um, been a fun experience. And yeah, thanks for having me on. I mean, like, it was good answering questions and hearing your side of things as well and being able to, I guess, pick your mind, pick your brain a bit of what you experience on the other side of the sports, um, not the playing side, but, you know, getting, being able to see what develops outside of Cairo and Pelham and all the insides. But yeah, thanks for having me. Which, I mean, thank you for being on. Um, there's honestly not a week that's been by since football season has ended where I haven't been to at least one sporting event. I have like a, I have a streak going. I've been to all Pelham games for like the last five years. I did it at Cairo my freshman through senior year. Never missed a game. And now I'm going to baseball games every other week for Pelham and to help support the little teams around here just to see where they go in life. There you go. But it's been a good podcast, and I'm glad you came on and helped. And thank we'll you, get, thank you. We'll get this going. And I know it's not the best quality, ladies and gentlemen, but <laughs> we're working on it, and we're getting – they want to listen, they'll listen. We're getting the kinks worked out, and we're going to get this get this up and jump started for everyone. So if you like it, then thank you, and come back next time. Tune in again. Until then, Adam's out, and Bryce. I'm out. Black Mama out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. Take it easy, and have a great night, everyone. See you.